Hey babies, welcome to the Dr. Beauty Podcast hosted by me, Dr. Anna Guanche. I'm so excited you're here. We plan to educate, inspire, and entertain you. This podcast is not just about beauty. It's about lifestyle, inspiration, life hacks, and of course, beauty. Hey babies, I am so excited to have Jerry O'Connell here. Hey babies. Hey babies, that's my catchphrase. That's your like, what you talking about Willis, that's your, hey now. That's your, here's Johnny. Exactly. Hey babies. Hey babies, Lady Gaga has monsters, I call them babies. Right, yeah. And that just evolved because I call everyone baby. Hey baby, hey baby. I love it. Actually, come to think of it, when I do call up your office to book an appointment, because I'm not only a guest, I'm a client. I, I guess when I do talk to you, you go, hey, babies. I guess you do. That is your thing. I do. Hey, baby. What's up? Yeah. Already, this is a, this is a very genuine podcast. It's true. This is you. This is a reflection and, of you. And I have to thank you, Jerry, because you come to my office. We do exams to make sure you don't have skin cancer and you share... On my Instagram, your Instagram about how people should get their skin checked and make well, sure. Well, you do have a very, you're really good at social media. I mean, you're, I'm still not on TikTok. You do the TikToks and I don't. Um, so you are, you do expand me into social media. Mm-hmm. You know, I should say, first of all, let's get the pronunciation of your name correctly. Because I say Dr. Guanche. And right, that's Dr. exactly Guanche. it. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Guanche. I first met you, was it through my wife or through my parents? I think your parents. So my parents, uh, Dr. Guanche uh, was kind enough to, uh, when my parents, when my kids were little, my parents came out here to the West Coast. They live on the East Coast. And my father had had skin cancer and uh, I mean, the full, the full skin cancer, radiation, everything. And it, you know, that's what's so crazy about skin cancer is that it spread to other areas of his body. And that's why... You know, I, I mean, I didn't even know. I thought skin cancer was more just like a like a, a dermatological issue, but it's mm-hmm. actually, it gets way scarier than that. Well, yeah, it can definitely get scarier than that. So depending on what type of skin cancer you have, it can spread to lymph nodes, organs, you know, it can be deadly. Yeah. Um, but there's three main kinds of skin cancer and you shared that your dad is our patient as well. And yeah. um, I would not be allowed to share that. I, I understand that. Reasons. No, I, I understand that. <laughs> but, You're actually... Super cool about that. I mean, we can get into this, but uh, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get in trouble. Another person who's very close to me is a client of yours as well. And I went, Hey, I'm super close to this person. Uh, What's going on with that client? And you went, I'm, I'm I'm not telling you. And I was like, no, it's okay. We're super close. And you went, no, no, that's (laughs) nope. I'm not allowed to say it. I mean, I guess that's your Hippocratic oath or I guess it's well just- it's it's the uh, Hippocratic oath is is one thing that's where I first do no harm I'm, HIPAA so, is I'm so embarrassed I am already ashamed I'm already making medical no not at all don't be show. ashamed at all but HIPAA for the listeners is Health Information Portability and Privacy Act so originally it was about insurance companies sharing your medical information with other insurance companies and maybe not letting you get life insurance and things like that but what happened is it also applies to doctors. It's like confidentiality. So the patient confidentiality. But now that it's out of the bag and we know, and I didn't say it just officially. I, I did, I yeah. am. I am glad, you know, that he um, convinced you to come in and get checked because mm. you can get checked early and catch things very small before they become a problem. Right. Well, I, um, I first started coming to your office because I do go out in the sun a lot and you... Uh, Dr. G, you tend to get a little upset with me when I come in with a little bit of a tan. I do live in Southern California. 
I like to surf. I like to, um, if you live here in Calabasas, where the, uh, I believe the headquarters of the Bella Skin Institute are. That's right. Um, you can see me uh, jogging with some of my dogs, usually shirtless. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of famous people here. I like to give the tourists a show. He's shirtless very often, um, I must say. It's not hard to look at. I do like a tan. I mean, I like having a tan. I'm old, I'm old school. I'm old school. I know that upsets you. I'm not trying to hear that. So how do oh, you? Oh, mine is fake. This you have is, you this, have color. You get a spray tan. This is fake, like like bronzer body makeup. Yeah, bronzer because I do like being tan, like you, but I just don't want to get the sun damage. Well, now this is where it's going to get interesting because I am, uh, and I don't want to assign gender to these things, but you know, I as a dude, uh, as a guy, as a man's man, everyone knows that about me. I just don't feel comfortable. <laughs> Putting a moisturizer mixed with a little bronzer in there, I don't feel comfortable doing that because then my sheets with my wife will get all bronzy and it's just, I'm just not ready to go there. I'm just not ready Honestly, to Honestly, my sheets, my, you could tell from a mile away, which from like, <laughs> from like another planet, which side of the bed is my, right. <laughs> my side. I, There's a lot of bronzer on the sheets. I'm so sorry to pry. How often do you... <laughs> wash your linens when that happens no we wash them very frequently but some of it just like seems to stay behind as like a little i I mean like tan colored well you know what we did the new sheets now that we buy are always tan colored okay so you just buy tan colored sheets (laughs) sheets. when your bronzer rubs off you can't see it and it doesn't gross people out it's also no offense but the color of bronzer on white sheets it's it uh, it's like brown poo. It and looks like, like yeah, poo. and brown is just not like it's just not a uh, a comforting, appetizing color. Yeah, but what looks sexy on your skin looks like poo right. in the bed. So it's just one of those things. It's just like like when you have beautiful shiny hair, and right? It's, and everybody loves it, but it, one piece of hair falls out and they find it in their food. It's the most disgusting sure. thing you've ever Absolutely. seen. Absolutely, it's mysterious to me why that happens, but it just yeah. is true. Well, we right? don't want to gross your listeners out here, so <laughs> let's stop talking about like finding hairs or brown sheets. But um, I do want to say, um, so I started coming to you for really like skin cancer checks, especially around my shoulders and my chest, because I am a man of of a particular age, and I, for decades, did not wear sunblock. I have to say. I didn't really wear, start wearing sunblock until a you and my wife came into my life. I just never applied sunblock. I would wear a hat. I just have never used sunblock until recently, and that is about the worst thing you a client can, can do. do. Honestly, whenever you start wearing it, that's you know I'm happy with you. I'm not going to give you a hard time because at least you started doing it, and so that's good. I have to tell you, I, I'm and no offense to my parents, I love them very much. Um, I don't think sunblock was invented when I was younger. There was zinc oxide, something it's called zinc oxide, which no one even knows what it is, but it's the white stuff you Mm -hmm, would put on your nose when it, when you, when my nose would be bleeding from a few days on the beach, I I know this is making you cringe, um, cringe, but when my nose would be bleeding, that's when my parents would say, Hey, maybe we should put some zinc on his nose. It it, it was a different era though. It was the seventies, you know? And that's just what happened. So now believe that- it or not, zinc is still one of the main components of uh, sunscreens. Oh, really? Zinc oxide is the physical blocker component of a lot of sunscreens. Wow. So, um, But the kind it was in the past was more like diaper paste zinc, the really white, thick one. Very, yeah. 
So now, because people don't like that look, right. they have made it micronized. So they actually make it into little tiny particles so it looks cool. more natural on your skin. Cool. But bottom line is, yeah, all those burns, unfortunately, that people get, and especially in their youth, their skin remembers. Mm. And your body compensates for it over time. But as you get older, it compensates less and less, and you start to get more and more growths and skin cancers that you have to surveil. And that's my job. Because I had a family member who... Because uh, my father went through skin cancer and it became serious. Uh, I, I'm I'm hyper aware. Sometimes I do come in here and we're friends, uh, Doctor Guanche. But like sometimes I come in here and you're like, "Hey, calm down. That's just a zit, you know." Um, and you 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 have popped a zit on me, and I was like, "Oh gosh, like what is this?" But um, what I did, uh, and I've never said this before, because it is tough as a dude to say this, and I am on camera, I'm an actor, Jerry O'Connell, you can look me up. Mm -hmm. um, I had a, um, in the middle of my face, kind of like a massive, like a, I'm going to call it a crevasse. Like, it looked like I was angry, like an anger, uh, what would you call this thing in, in between my eyes? Like a crevasse, right? A crevasse. Like, what would it be called? We call it a, you know, a wrinkle or a righted is a, the fancy name. A wrinkle, name. but it was more than a wrinkle. It was... Like an indentation, you could well, call it. I think it of a, a wrinkle line. as something that like droops. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I just had... It just looked like I was like, um, like furrowing my brow all the time. Mm. And I just think it came from years of just being outside, squinting my eyes. You know, um, my eyesight is not as good, so I have to squint my eyes and um uh you uh every time i'd come in here for non-facial co cosmetic stuff you would say hey we can take care of that um did your... i suggest that well you didn't you you, <laughs> you said it in a more gentle way you know but you, you don't went... have to tell anybody this stuff don't you yeah no i think it's interesting to say it as uh i mean again i'm an actor of a particular age and um it's funny i would have never thought I would have ever done anything to my face you know I, I just don't want that look again I hate to assign gender but as a guy like mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. don't want anyone to say like whoa oh my gosh look at his look at Jerry O'Connell's face uh, he's like he's filled with fillers you know and the comment sections can be ruthless Brutal. you know and so I, I, I was always fearful of it and it took years of you being like hey that thing in the middle of your face we should take care of that. And I was like, nah, I don't do that, Dr. G. I don't do that. Just like, <laughs> all right, I'll put sunblock on, but nah, I'm not doing that in my face. You know, I want, I want to look, I want to go full Clint Eastwood. Um, it's so funny. I saw myself um, in a project that I worked on and uh, it was a number of episodes and I watched the episodes back to back and man, all I could see was that crevasse in the middle of my face. <laughs> The entire time. I mean, I don't even know what to relate it to. It was almost like, uh, this is going to sound really weird, but it's almost like a, a like a first kiss with somebody or something. I know I'm sexualizing, like um, <laughs> coming to the Bella Skin Institute. I, I, I don't mean to do that, um, but like, um, it's like a first date. It's like a first. Um, like you were a virgin. Uh, yeah. I you didn't want to like assign. Yeah, I'm, like we're, I was a filler. You were a filler virgin. Virgin. Yeah. I don't want to. Well, I uh, filled you. I'm so sorry to assign sexuality to this. I realize this is the workplace, but. Um, <laughs> we're um, going to be in trouble for this. It was very scary. You know what I'm saying? It was a scary. It was really scary doing it. And. Um, you know, I'm on TV every day now. I'm on a show called The Talk. Yes. And I cannot believe 
how much and 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 you know I haven't done anything else like anything else it was just that one angry crevasse in the middle of my face that was bothering you it wasn't even bothering me it was um it 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 just has made such a significant difference in how I look on screen mm-hmm. and it's really made me uh feel um really confident in um how I look and so I'm I'm very grateful for that I've never said it it's also like an embarrassing thing to say I mean I guess you're talking about um needing help uh, you know as you get older you know but I mean it's just um it's just funny like the face like that's the that's that's the money zone you know what I'm saying yeah. I mean there's nothing you can do about it. it's not like I can go to the gym and get rid of that crevasse in my face you know it's not like I can you're you know right. do the Paul Newman ice bath face that we all hear so much about because your skin tightens right it, it really made me feel very confident and um I'm going to, albeit very carefully, um, continue it, you know, as I, as I age, you know, everything in moderation, you know, you are the perfect example of someone who we can do a little, very natural looking procedure on for a single thing that's just bothering you. And we fix that and it increases confidence and makes you feel better. And that's it. Yeah. It's not, um, the same as people who don't like anything about themselves and want to change everything. That's when we're getting into a problem. But if there's just something and it can be that crevasse, as you call it, or it could be a mole or it could be a wrinkle that is making you feel like you're not at your best, then it's it's easy to do. And you look totally natural. Yeah. And it's funny because we did uh, that TikTok together and you said, have I ever had plastic surgery? And you haven't. Right. And you know what most people said in the comments is, but look at his eyebrows. And it was funny because what's happened now in... In our reality now is that if you have pointed, naturally pointed brows, everybody thinks you did Botox. Like, and you didn't. He, right, he no. didn't do Botox, but it's just funny because you can't, you can't naturally have that anatomy without being accused of having Botox. So I just thought it was funny that, yeah, look at his brows. He's had Botox. Right. And I'm like, no, he hasn't, but it doesn't matter, you know? So we're basically looking at what public perception is versus, um, you know, what reality is. So actually you didn't have Botox, but you had a little tiny bit of filler right in in your individual line. Uh, And I did not expect you to tell anyone, by the way, just as a guest here, you don't have to share that information. I I know. I mean, I, uh, I, um, uh, it's, uh, I mean, that's why I'm here. You know, I mean, I really, uh, I, I do appreciate you a lot, Dr. Guanche. It's, um, it's a big part of my life and, uh, uh, you know, my face and, um, uh, it's you you make me feel very confident That's about myself you know um i will tell you my next endeavor that i think i'm going to have some problems with um and i haven't done anything about it yet is um sometimes i look at my neck and my neck looks really old like mm. it looks like weird and uh, wrinkly honestly i i know your age and you look amazing amazing but yes there are many things we can do to improve the appearance of your neck and we can do radio frequency microneedling we can do skin tightening with all therapy there's a lot of different devices that'll help firm the neck but you look amazing but there's always that little bit that if it's bothering you in the mirror and as an actor everybody's looking at you and you're looking at yourself on this hd camera which my patients tell me is brutal to see yourself that close up uh, with those images then there's things we can do to make that better 
And, you know, that's, that's easy stuff for me. Yeah. So it's also really funny. I mean, again, not to assign gender to all this, but as a guy, it's kind of scary too. You know, you just don't want to. Well, it is time to destigmatize these procedures for both men and women. I, so, I think yeah. that, that we, I have a lot of male patients, but you won't see them on my Instagram. Uh, male cos- I have a lot of male patients for skin cancer, always, but for cosmetic procedures, you'll see that there are men that come in, they're actors or they're CEOs, or, you know, maybe they just own a, you know, a lot of times they're actors and CEOs. But anyway, they come in and do procedures, but they will not let me film them for Instagram because there is a bigger stigma with men doing things to look younger or look better than for women. So hmm. we need to get that reversed because why wouldn't everyone want to just look their best? I don't I don't really understand that stigma and I hope that it slowly goes away. Yeah. Um, someone very close to me said to me, um, this is how you do it. If you see someone who is older than you and they look good and you look and you want to look, you want to look like them when you're their age, Uh go up to them and say, what do you, what do you do? What is the secret? Can Mm -hmm. you tell me? So I saw someone, uh, he actually, um, wasn't on camera. Um, he was, uh, he's, he's, he's behind the scenes, but he just looked good and he was older than me. And, um, I said, um, hey, man, what do you do? And he went, "Um, you know, I get get a little stuff on my face. I I get injections. And I couldn't believe it. I was was blown away. I was like, what? Yeah, you're such a... You're such a macho man. For the kids <laughs> listening, macho man was a, a saying that we used when when I was a kid. Um, I, I um, like, I I can't believe it. And that's that sort of like creaked the door open of me, maybe like Trying doing something I, about the crevasse in the middle of my face. It's yeah. funny. I had not. One, it, it, I think it's when I got when my one crevasse turned into two crevasses. It was amazing. <laughs> it was like it's like sometimes when you're flying over the Grand Canyon and you look out the window. You're like, well, look how beautiful that like canyon is. And then like another like canyon like runs into it. You're like, wow, that must have been a river like a a long time ago. And then it led to the ocean. And that's what was happening. It was like another canyon was meeting my other canyon. And I was like, how many canyons are happening here on my in between my eyes? And there's so much to be said for preventative maintenance and just doing a little bit periodically over time so things just don't get worse. I want to switch gears, Jerry. I want to know, what's it like being the only boy on the talk? Is it just like being at home? Um, You know, it's funny. Uh, you say that because I have a wife and two daughters. Yes. Um, but um, it's really cool. You know, I didn't think much of it when it happened, when I got the job. But... Um, now that I'm there and like I've seen like it got like press pickup and stuff, it was pretty exciting to be the first uh, male co-host on the talk. You know, it's um, it's daytime television and um, there's uh, there's not a lot of dudes in daytime TV. I mean, yeah. obviously there's Dr. Phil, you know, but yeah. that's a different kind of daytime show. You know, um, that's you know someone working out, you know, problems with. Crazy children. Hey, I'm going to be on Dr. Phil on Tuesday. Whoa. Whoa. So excited. But I'm not going to beat anyone Is it like up. about your, are you like fighting it's with your kids care. or something? No. Oh, it's about skin. Oh, I thought, I thought maybe you were going on there because. No one's uh, going to be beaten up. I'm not going to take no, anyone outside. Dr. Guache. That's so boring, right? I'm going to be on there talking about skincare. That's Peace. so crazy. It would have been so much better. Dr. Guache. Oh, can you children imagine? I could both... throw down. Do you see the size of these caps? 
Your children are both exotic dancers, and you yourself do exotic dancing with them. Uh, how oh do you goodness. feel about that? Um, so you watch the show is what you're trying to say. Are you going to catch I me? I love Dr. Phil. Oh, Dr. Phil oh. is pretty, pretty, pretty exciting stuff. But uh, it was uh, it was a real honor to be the first male host of The Talk. The Talk. And what do you guys talk about? Like. You know, we uh, a typical day is we come in around um, uh, 8 a.m. and whatever happened the day before, the there's news, typically yeah. five or six stories. Mm-hmm. We go through them. We go through what we would say. Uh, I try and have a differing opinion of my co-hosts, even if it is not what I think I should be saying. I just try to, like, make it somewhat interesting, uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh. like Keep it real. Keep it interesting. Um, you know, for example, they're... It was announced today they're going to remake um, The Bodyguard. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, the internet was saying uh, it should be Lizzo and Chris Hemsworth or something like that. And, uh, it, you know, we got into an argument of should they be remaking classic movies. You know, it's pretty, it's, you know, it's some serious stuff. It's some light stuff. It's, um, it's, it's uh, really fun. I mean, you were in a classic movie. I was in a classic movie, Stand By Me. Stand By Me. That was me. Oh, my goodness. It, uh, it's, you're it's, all grown up now. It's uh, funny. I actually said um, on the show today uh, when they asked us about remaking movies, I was like, ah, they should do that every few years. It's like a star is born. You put a new star in there. But mm-hmm. if they remade Stand By Me, I would be really angry that they did that. <laughs> right? <laughs> what? That's Can't your remake movie. that? It's so funny uh, how the tables turn when when you're, in, you're involved in it somehow. But it's um, it's a really good time. It's really fun. I'll tell you the best part. I mean, this is a beauty health and beauty um, podcast here. I walk in, I get a blowout. They put powder on me. Oh, is that why you look so like... That's why I look so good right now. I have a blowout and everything. Like normally I come in here into your office, I've like rolled out of bed and I'm like, I'm not looking my best, you know? And you're like... Jerry, you always look great. But like today you look extra fancy and your hair is all... Well, it's because I got a blowout. It's like How do you pronounce that word? Coiffed? Coiffed. 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 You're all coiffed and like you look so perfect today. Um, and you're... Yeah, well, I have a blowout. You've taken, you've taken care of the... <laughs> the not crevasse. one, but, but two crevasses on my face. <laughs> Ah, crevasse like a skiing term what what is it's like a it's like a geological term right it's like a crack yeah i guess right is it in the earth (laughs) by the way wouldn't it be funny if this podcast changed like the medical field and what they referred to as like wrinkles that's right instead of righted righted is the technical term righted 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 is a wrinkle like ridities is wrinkles and it just doesn't roll off the tongue honestly mine was normally you know my my crevasse there were like (laughs) I'm not kidding. I want to talk about what you filled in my face. There was like, um, it was like there were muscles forming around it. It was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, your muscles caused it. So the stronger your muscles get, the more your frowning muscles But it muscles was more get. than just a wrinkle. It was actually like, it was like, it was like I was going to the gym and I was like, I'm just going to do biceps all month long <laughs> and I'm going to look like the rock. And it was like- <laughs> It was like the wrinkles on my face were like just going like and doing like curls every day and being like, we're going to get so strong and we're going to be the strongest wrinkle in the world. And they were like, it was hard. It wasn't like something that drooped. It was intense. I'm glad we got that better. I'm so happy. And it was so funny. I'm so sorry to keep going in on this. I mean, obviously we should talk about other things. Uh, But um, if I was ever lit from the side which happens you know mm-hmm. um you you could really see it so then i was like 
telling people how I should be lit. And I never wanted to be an actor that like told people like, hey, don't put that light on the side because I have these not one but two crevasses on my face <laughs> that are meeting and forming like a weird like lowercase Y on in the middle of my I face. die. I'm dying right now. Uh, I'm dying. Dr. Guanche, can you it's take that- care of the lowercase Y uh, in between my eyes? It was getting to be an uppercase. But now listen, listen. This is, this is what um, I ask every guest. And for you, it's special because how do you pronounce your wife's name? Is Rebecca Romaine? My wife is Dutch. Uh, her name is, it's, I mean, here in the United States, they say Romaine. Uh-huh. But I learned in Holland, where my wife is from and her people are from, it's actually pronounced Rane. Oh. I'm, I'm kidding. I really exaggerated that. Everyone, you guys thought it was <laughs> being real. It's it's pronounced Rebecca Romain. 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 That's how they say it. But the way I say it, just as a joke, is well, I go Rebecca. <laughs> well, I ask everyone what their definition of beauty is, and you're married to a gorgeous model, Rebecca. <laughs> and so, <laughs> my question is: Has your what's your definition of beauty? And has it changed since you have twin girls? Wow, that's a great question. I like to put you on the spot. Beauty, I, I, I think of happiness. I think of a light. This is going to sound really California, but I, I think of an energy, like mm-hmm. a glow. Um, a glow. Yeah. And um, that's what beauty is to me, you know? Um, my wife has that glow. Um I try to instill in my kids that glow. It's a little tough right now. They're preteens. Sometimes <laughs> they get angry. Um, <laughs> anger is a lot of their glow right now. <laughs> it's um, more like an ember. Oh, man. I have two it's 12-year-old like daughters. They're really very forceful with me. I can't <laughs> believe it. Like, look, we all live in the neighborhood here. Um, I mean, uh, Dr. Gawancha, I realize you're a, a, a big-time... Uh, uh, doctor, but I have, uh, I mean, f- full disclosure, you don't talk about uh, clients, obviously, so I will, but um, I brought my daughter in here because she got a splinter up her fingernail. Uh, I mean, she, uh, do, do, do you recall this? Yes. She got a, a piece of wood up, I mean, way up her fingernail. We couldn't get it out. And I was like digging around in there with like tweezers and my daughter was like, ah! like freaking out and I was like I can't deal with this and we didn't know what to do and I was like uh, I, I I gotta call Dr. Guanche and we came here and I was like Dr. Guanche this is way below your pay grade but show her and uh you got that splinter right out I couldn't believe it I mean you really are I mean you're you're like a GP here like it's crazy it's it's everything but um with my daughters um like today for example just down the street there is a tutoring place. I mean, I don't know why I'm giving them a plug. Uh, they're not a sponsor of the of your podcast, but not yet. It's called not yet, but it's called Mathnesium, and it's where you send children who are failing math. You prepay, and it ain't cheap. And they go two to three times a week, to depending on how bad they are at math. And <laughs> I don't know why you're killing me my right kids. Now. Ain't it's the, the way best you're at just- math. And <laughs> they're not going to love this. So uh, I, I said, like, we were driving past it today and I was like, hey, let's just uh, I, let's just drop you off at Mathnesium. You could drop them off for like an hour at a time. And they were like, no, we're not going to Mathnesium. We went twice this week. We're not going three times this week. No. <laughs> and I was like, guys, I prepaid 
Just go. It's an hour. Boom. I'll pick you up. We're not. You can't. No, you can't make us. That's it. They have phones now. So they're like, we're calling mom. You're always trying to drop us off at magnesium. You can't drop us off at magnesium. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, okay. We won't go to magnesium. And I was just like, that's the glow right now I'm getting from them. It's not so much that. That loving I, I glow. I mean, I guess it is a light. It is a form of light, but it's more of like a laser fire. <laughs> Something you use to burn cancerous sores <laughs> off my back with. It's like a hot light um, from them. But uh, well, you got you got what like three three to five years before things are going to settle down. So put your seatbelt on. Right. Well, I that reminds me, my kids were teenagers, and I tried to put them in cotillion. Do you guys know what that is? I'm, yeah, it's sort of like I I don't want to just like uh, boil it down to something basic, but it's yeah. like beauty school, Ma- right? It's no. like, I mean, it's like, it's like it's, beauty. It's, it's manners. Like, yeah. How to do the table setting? How to dance the waltz? Like it, it's like it's like I, to I, get I, them I meant to like be beauty classy. Pa- is it like beauty pageant? tree stuff that's what i meant to say no it's for like it's for them to be like upstanding individuals that know where which fork or spoon or whatever is supposed to be where okay, sure, and they're sure. supposed to learn manners sure it's it's called etiquette etiquette that's what they're learning did you oh. go to cotillion school no oh. and i wished i did so that's why i'm trying to force it on my kids right, right. so i basically I, I actually i went to summer school Oh, did I'm, you? I'm kidding. I just. Uh, oh, so so. Bottom line is, it was the same reaction. They just were like, "We are not going to Catalan." Right. I was like, "You don't even know what it is yet." Right. Absolutely not. That was like no question. They were not going to Catalan. I go, "You haven't even set foot in the place. You don't know what know. it looks like." But they didn't go. They have no manners. Unbelievable. Basically. And by the way, we're out. like paying. I'm like paying. Like, I I love my parents, but they never sent me to a math tutor. Like, I don't even think they looked at a math grade. One. I, I mean, I know I talked about my parents earlier on the podcast, and I'm glad they're healthy. Thank you for helping them, Dr. Guanche. But my parents, I, I have to tell you, when I was in grammar school, like, it's just amazing how everything has changed. When I was in grammar school, uh, and I know we were talking about gross things about eating hair earlier, but I got <laughs> I got lice in grammar school. Uh, this has nothing to do with Dr. Guanche. You don't deal with lice in any way. I'm sorry I'm telling the story. Though. but I actually do. Oh, gosh. We'll, we'll save that for another guest. Um <laughs> Save that for when Shaq comes on. But um, (laughs) I got lice and they called up my mom and said, you have to come get him. He has lice. He has to go home. So my mom said, I can't leave. I'm at work. I'll call his dad. And by the way, we were like, my parents are still married. They like he was, I lived in the same home as my father. Um, My mom called up my dad and said, you have to pick Jerry up. He has lice. And he went, okay. And he hung up the phone and I'd been at the school. I was in like the third grade. I'd been there for four years at this point. He called my mom back up at work and went, where is his school? Like, he didn't even know where my school was. Like, and here we are, like, trying to get our kids into cotillion and, like, yeah. well, not me, you, but, uh, like, mathnesium. Mathnesium. And, and like, they're getting mad at us. I would have, th- like, been so thankful if my parents sent me to mathnesium. I mean, honestly, the in a nutshell, kids these days are kids spoiled. These, days. these kids these days. With the phones. But- so they still have the light, though it's just a little fiery right now. No, my 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 kids have a light. It's just uh, it's just a difficult age. But that to me is the light. And listen, I mean, it's why coming to you for me has been so helpful. Um, because uh, like a lot of that light is in the eyes, where formerly I had not one but two crevasses, <laughs> and a lot of the light was not able to get inside of those. And crevasses. we come, they were, and we come full circle. Or deep dark shadows. I have a little insight into why your daughters might be a little fiery. Do you try to embarrass them at school? Do you like 
drop them off at school and then sing really loud with your no, windows down? <laughs> I, I don't really sing really loud. I do do something that um, – I do do one thing that embarrasses them every day. And now we actually um, – they're in junior high now, so we carpool with two other girls every third day. Like the parents, we switch off every third day. And um, I do do one thing now with their two friends when I drop them off, but I roll the windows down and I drop them off and they like walk off to school. And I go, and I've been doing this. It was kind of funny because I did it when they were in kindergarten. So I've been doing it for the last, they're in the seventh grade now, eight years. I roll down the windows and I yell, say no to what, girls? And they turn around and go, drugs. (laughs) And so, but it was really funny when, I did it in kindergarten because it really sort of freaked some of the parents out. I always go, say no to what, girls? They were like in kindergarten with their dumb, like, Dora backpacks, and they turn around and go, drugs. (laughs) Well, you're training them early. You're training them early. So now I make them do it, but they were, like, really embarrassed the first couple times I did it, but their friends think it's really funny, so now they're, like, into it. It's so funny. They just do whatever they're friends tell them to do. I know. I was that mom that embarrassed my kids. I'm still that mom. We're uh, just getting into, my children are 12. (laughs) We're just getting into the bat mitzvah Mm -hmm, circuit. mm -hmm. Uh, We went to our first one um, a couple weeks ago. It was really cute. We went dress shopping. It was like a whole thing. My wife was uh, really helpful. Dresses would come in. It was so funny going to the um, tailors on on Ventura, that's a street here in Southern California. Um, to get to get the the dress taken perfect. in in places, it was really uh, it's uh, it's so there so there are some fun times, you know. It's really fun. Are you a Star Trek fan? I'm a Star Trek fan. Sure. Is that the same as Star Wars? Star Wars is a different. It's completely different. Different. They're, they're everything. Not, they're two different are, worlds. They've never they, even. I mean, they've never even intertwined. But they're they two. Are, Similar names, so like I have. <laughs> they do, <laughs> but that would be like I mean that would be like saying, "Are you a are you a Capulet or a, or a Montague?" It's just like two like they're I believe they're like rivals. It would be like saying, "Hey, are you a Crip or a Blood?" Like oh. you're, they're both <laughs> gangs, but, right? They're both so you guys are cool with like, each other. Like it would be like, it's just like they're like, rivals. It's, it's like saying, "Are you?" Hey, are you, like, it's just rivals. But the thing I don't understand is, like, why name themselves so close? Like, like, like if you're, you're a crip or a blip, like, are you, a, like, what? I'm not familiar with the blip I game. don't understand, like, why they would name themselves so, so similar. Well, I, I don't work in marketing, but I would imagine that star, <laughs> just in the name, makes people think of the stars, the, the space, you know. I'm dying. Um, but, um... You know, oh Star Trek came out first. So Star oh, okay. Trek. Okay, so it's first. So it's old Star school. Trek is first. Star Trek is old school. So I believe Star Wars actually copied Star Trek and oh, took one of the are flying. One of the names, but um you know, Star Trek is more about like the exploration of space, you know, yeah. the final frontier. Uh-huh. And Star Wars is obviously about fighting and wars. Oh, okay. Which one there. has Han Solo in it? Uh Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars has Han Solo. Which which one involves like that guy with the crevasses on his forehead? <laughs> you're talking about me? No, um, who's that? Uh, no, you're talking about uh, Klingon um and that is uh that is Star Trek. <laughs> okay, wait. That is Star Trek. Oh, so that's the right one. Star Trek, yeah. I think Klingon should come see me. Right. I could do some filler in that face. You know, I don't want to speak on behalf of Klingons, but if you're <clears throat> 
a Klingon, maybe that's like hot. Like maybe one Klingon sees another Klingon oh, and goes, "That's true." Look at the crevasses in that Klingon. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Those are, Did you see her? Crevasses? Those are some deep, deep crevasses, and then. It would get like interspecial because they'd see me before I saw you, and they'd be and like, "All of a sudden, they'd be like, this is the hottest human, human we've ever seen.' Look at that human, Jerry O'Connell. He's got that lowercase y crevasse in his." But see, your wife can thank me because I prevented that from happening. Right? Yeah. You could have been like absconded with. You could have been like. <laughs> oh, like a Klingon could have taken me, like beam yeah, me up to their ship, and yeah. then I'm probed and I'm gone forever. Yeah. That could have happened. Don't Thank- just gloss over probed. Like that's like a big thing. Well, this is kind of the workplace. I didn't want to like, like you know. Uh, yeah. You know. See, no, I sure. saved your life. You did. You say thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Ultimately, you saved me. Yeah. I saved your life. It wasn't that skin cancer. It was the crevasses. Yeah. Um, it yeah. was. It was both though. You. Uh, you were really dead. I had a couple of bad. I mean, we're we're being. This is this is full disclosure on your show. Um. I had a couple of bad skin cancers on my chest there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was uh, it was pretty gnarly. And um, thank you for that. You're welcome. I'm glad we got it taken care of. Now stop making me laugh. My eye, my mascara is literally running down my face, and I want to make you oh. um, spin the wheel of Guanche. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Do you see what's on here? A uh, wheel of Guanche. I kind of make out some of the stuff. Yeah. So. Uh, so I mean, you have I mean to do you want me to read it? these? It's free association. Uh, you Mold spin check, it. Love it, or le- love it or hate it. Yeah. Truth or dare. Pimple injection. Well, some uh, things may not apply to you. Skin we'll tags. see what you get. And then we can well, talk I did have a skin it. tag. I mean, I don't want to gross your listeners out, but you took one of those off, oh, of, yeah. my, off of my chest, I believe. It, I was really grossed out by it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. And it just came like that. I was like, what is this? I ran in and I was like, ah. You were worried it was something, but you know what? Those I wasn't worried it was something. It was so gross. It was just <laughs> flapping and everything. Um, big butts. Big butts. Wear it or tear it. Freeze a spot. You've done that on me. I've already done that on you. That's, I hope you don't get that peel. one. peel. Don't know what that is. is Botox. Haven't gotten that yet. Lipo by Guanche. Low lips by Guanche. Lips. Sorry. And free association. Here we go. You ready? Okay, here we go. Ready? I'm spinning the wheel of it. Guanche. That's what we're calling That's it? That's right. Wheel of Guanche. Lips. <laughs> lips by Guanche. He got lips by Guanche. That's where we inject filler into your lips. But you know what? I'm going to give you the option to spin again if you want yeah. to. Because um, I think your lips look fine the way they are, honestly. Um, but, but this isn't a procedure you were going to do on me in the show, I is mean, it? No. No, I, no I, actually, I won't do it on the show. Um, I, I don't... Uh, <laughs> I don't. Um, uh, I'm. I'm quite happy no, with my lips. lips. Are fine. Next. But, but you know what? I, I do want to say. I. Uh, um. I do notice in showbiz, uh, people who get their lips done, and mm-hmm. it. Uh, it looks great. I think it's a procedure oh. that really helps. Uh, um. A lot of people out there, you know, mm-hmm. it really. Uh, it's, if they're uh, done tastefully, they look beautiful. Right. 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 All right, here we go. Uh, the wheel of Guache. Go. M sculpt. M sculpt. I don't even know what it is. M sculpt is that electromagnetic muscle contraction device that gives you muscles that tones your abs, and it's very intense, and it's very. Um, it's one of those things that maybe we could take onto the show one day. But we were talking oh, right. about. And but my last guest read this wrong, and he read it as emasculate. 
Oh, emasculate. Yeah. Okay, but no, no, it's M sculpt, which is quite the opposite. It builds muscle and tone in the abdomen. So we had the initial idea that we're going to do the show. We're going to spin the wheel and then we're going to make you go in the M sculpt room and get M sculpted, but we won't. I'm going to be nice to you. Um, okay. Uh, I, I mean, I, I could handle, I, I think I'd, I think, think I could handle M sculpting. I think you can yeah. handle it. I think you would like it. Uh, okay. Here we go. We should do, uh, wear it or tear it. Wear it or tear it. Okay. What do you think about Kim Kardashian's outfit for the Met Gala? Uh, I think I, I, I enjoy Kim Kardashian's choices in fashion. So I, wear it. I mean, would I wear it? Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe I would wear it. Sure. Yeah. I thought okay. it was thought it was pretty cool. Okay, okay, okay. It's good for SPF. It's like SPF clothing. Right. I mean, literally, you can't you can't get a sunburn with that on. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, for, uh, just to give people a context of what we're talking about, Kim Kardashian wore an entire like sort of like a like it was completely blacked out face and everything, uh -huh, and not uh -huh. just a veil. It was like a black. You couldn't see through anything. Mm -mm. It was a, a complete a blackout, black like a mask. Mask. Outfit from head to toe with a train and even her face and everything was but covered. I, but I heard that um, uh, Kim Kardashian went through full hair and makeup yes. before that, under that. And like, what's the point? If you're going to wear something like that, why not just not go through full hair and makeup? Yeah, you would think that would be the one The one benefit is that you don't yeah, have to worry don't have to about what anything. you look like you under look there. like anything under there. I guess for the after parties and stuff, maybe. Oh, I want to ask you more about your career. We're just talking about me the whole time. Right. I don't want to talk about me. You should talk about you. We don't no, have to talk about me. I want to talk about, like, do you have projects in the works? Uh, well, we talked about the talk. Yeah, that, that's all and I have then, going on. Oh, you know what? I, then, I, 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 what's I have your favorite inspiring... inspirational quote? Who's your mentor? Like, how did you get your big break? Like, there's a bunch of stuff I'm supposed we to be asking about you. Um, I, I have one inspiring quote. Um, It's so funny. I just, um, I texted uh, my former boss who, um, I was working on a failed TV show, uh, but I really love my boss. Um, he uh, uh, he actually he um, is I think was the guy who created Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Really smart dude. Um, works with Andy Cohen, and um, uh, he um, uh, he created Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, that talk show, and I worked for him. And it's so funny now that I've been working on the talk and I just started working on the talk, like it's live television and it's a little scary. You know, you'd like, you could say the wrong thing or worse, you could not be entertaining, you know? So it's like, there's definitely an adrenaline rush with live television as there was here coming to do your show. Uh, I was doing a show for him and it, 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 it didn't go, but he was giving me notes and he was telling me what to do. And like, he was saying, Hey, you got to do this. You got to do that. And he's had a lot of experience. So I was listening to him and I was like, okay, okay, okay. And it wasn't a live show, but it was what they call live to tape. So we were, we were doing it, you know, sort of live, like, and then he just like, he slapped me on the shoulder and he got in my ear and he made a fist and he just went, and he's English. He's really cool. His, his name is Michael Davies. I mean, I don't think he'll mind me saying this. And he hit me on the shoulder and he went, Jerry. And I looked up at him and he went, courage and then he walked away and i that really like <laughs> really like stuck with me and it was so funny i texted him just yesterday and i was like hey i gotta tell you i'm doing the show the talk and i always think of what you said like mm -hmm. just like make a quiet moment for yourself before you're about to do something stressful and just say to yourself courage and he sent me a whole long text back saying it was something that dan rather had said to him 
And I, it really like it's just so funny how like one word is just was just so inspiring, and it's so funny. It um um it, it just it, so uh, I mean it's not like a long inspiring quote that I have. Um, but um yeah, just like if you're in a situation where you're nervous. And, you know, you've, you've prepared for it and you're ready. Just take a beat and just say to yourself, you know, have courage here. Like, have courage. And it really, it really grounds me. I courage. love it. Courage. I, ha- I, I have to have you do my daily quote. Okay. But also, you know, I do a daily quote. I don't know if you know that. But um, I always look for inspiration myself. It's one of the biggest things for me. Every morning I think of what am I going to talk about and what am I going to how am I going to get my mind going in the right direction for inspiration? And when I do yoga, I always have a mantra. So I'll have, or uh, something I'm focusing on. What is it that they call that? Your intention. So it could be love. It could be um, gratitude. But a lot of times I am asking for bravery. So I think that's oh, the yeah. same thing. Yeah, it is. And bravery, like in the sense of like, how am I going to push past my own fears, even just to sit here and talk to you or to be yeah. videoed. But there's so many other th- aspects of like my job, my career, my practice that uh, a lot of times you just want to be scared and just not do it. But then yeah. you have to be brave. So sure. I totally resonate with that, with that courage. Like it's just a shorter, faster way, right? When you're under pressure to be like, come on, like we could do this. Courage. You could do this. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. And then who's your mentor? Is he, would you count him as your mentor? Or did you have someone growing up that you looked up to that helped shape your career? Oh, that's funny. I guess I should have an immediate answer to that. Um, <laughs> uh, who's my mentor? I mean, I don't know if I have a mentor per se. I mean, I talked to... You know, I I find that just I talk to my wife. You know, I talk about stuff. I talk through stuff. I don't have anyone that I I don't have a mentor. Maybe maybe I should get one. <laughs> I think you're doing okay, Jerry. But I'm what I mean is sometimes your mentor doesn't have to be someone you even know. It could be someone you uh, admire so much that you use them for your inspiration, that you look up to, that you think of as someone who I would like to do that kind of thing or I would like to be like that not exactly like the person but your own version of it is is one of the things but that I usually ask every guest but I, I'm, so, I'm so sorry um oh no don't be sorry I, uh, I apologize I don't have a mentor I um I talk through stuff I mean I don't uh also I'm like older like like I, I think um when you get to be a certain age you know, uh, sometimes when I, I mean, I got to tell you at work, I'm like, I don't know how this happened, but I'm one of the oldest guys there. I'm one of the oldest people there. So it's like. So you're everybody else's mentor? I'm actually like, uh, I try and carry myself in a polite manner. You know, I never get upset. You know, I never, even if I, something goes wrong, I never try to lose my cool. I mean, that's professionally, personally, I'm continually yelling at, oh, I'm always yelling at my kids what are you doing <laughs> but um so <laughs> shut up well isn't it <laughs> true that, crazy? Isn't it get out of the car get out of the car that's not true late, you know late, you're a softy um no i yell at them all no, the time you do you're you? crazy. Yeah. i think it's funny and and curious and i've talked about this in the morning before that we are so kind and so polite to everyone at work are we being that kind and polite to the people at home 
Not always, right? You go home and you let down all that nice, beautiful smile and that kindness and that extra patience. And you're like, ah, you just, you just let it rip at home. Oh, man. Shouldn't it be the other way around? I guess, uh, no. I mean, I mean, not the other way around, but you should have a little softness for the people in your private life, right? I, I mean, I, I have just, I just got through a pandemic with my kids. So, I mean, like, I figure at this <laughs> point like, I can no. say whatever I want to them. Um, <laughs> By the way, I treat them a lot better than they treat me. So, like, well, let's let's be real here, you know? Maybe you should be having this conversation with my children. Yeah, I think they should be nice to you. They definitely should be nice to you. Of course they should. In fact, I think they should listen to this podcast. Of course they They're should. They're not going to like that mathnasium part. Who They're going to be kind of pissed. Who cares? They should have gone. See, if they'd have gone, they wouldn't be blasted if they, on If they'd have gone, I would have said, man, my kids are so great. They just, See, I ask them to do stuff and they just do it. But not going do. there. You can't make. No, we went yesterday. <laughs> no, no. We're calling mom. How dare you? Oh, You're not my real dad. <laughs> Meanwhile, they look exactly like you. Well, Kids are so beautiful. It's paternity test pending. <laughs> pending. See when it comes back, it's in the mail. Babies, you got to follow Jerry O'Connell. He's Mr. Jerry O.C. on Instagram, and he's hilarious. You will be very I'm also on I give Yelp reviews, too. I'm on Yelp. <laughs> It's on Yelp. I am. You better have a good review about me on there. You know what's funny? I yeah. I will review you. I don't. I typically review restaurants uh, in our area. Uh, you know what's funny is um, I, I always review. Um, I always I never give a bad Yelp review. I just don't me do neither. that. That's like negative energy out there. Um, but like all the local restaurants here in Calabasas, mm -hmm. if I travel and I have a good experience in a restaurant, I always write a. Good review. I have a lot of followers on Yelp. It's that really is funny. Awesome. You yeah. know, I don't have a single. I have only five star reviews for other people too. I don't. Um, I don't. You know, ever I never write thought to. I never thought to Yelp the Belliskin Institute, but I. God. But I will now. Uh, um, you. I'm gonna mention my. I'm gonna even mention my crevasse in my are Yelp. You? Yelp. Well, that is amazing. Review. Thank you. <laughs> So don't forget, follow at Mr. Jerry OC on Instagram and follow me at Anna Guanche MD and at Belliskin Institute. Also on TikTok at Anna Guanche MD. And I want Jerry to get a TikTok. He's on one of my TikToks or two of them. I'm on a couple of them, yeah. He's on two of them. And How do they do? Well? They did really well. One of them went to over a million. What? Yeah. A million Whoa. views. So go check it out because he has no shirt on. Whoa. You have to see it. Well, it's it only because of a skin, yeah, it's it a skin cancer, <laughs> it like, public service announcement. Yeah. It was all clean, but still, catch Jerry on the talk. Yeah, I'm on the talk. Every day at 2 p.m. Thank you, guys. I'm so glad you came.